0: Aerodynamic affirmations designed to keep your spirit soaring high.
1: You're listening to We Fly, a podcast.
0: Good evening, everyone. We are at my mama's house with my family in Daytona Beach, Florida. And it was uh, very important for me to talk to my family about mental health and wellness because we're entering a very, very interesting year, 2017, the year of the Trump. And so we're talking to our family members about different self-care strategies. We're talking about their ideas about uh, what they hope for the next generation of black men and black women. And we're also talking about maybe some things they have noticed that has caused mental health and wellness disorders. And the first question is, what does mental health and wellness mean to you? Well, for me personally, when you talk about
2: mental health, I have to attribute everything to God. Because without God, I can't do anything. I am who I am and I, and I get by because God. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had periods in my life when I felt you know, unstable mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at those times in my life, I wasn't serving God. And I realized when I gave my life to God and I surrendered, that I became mentally strong, as well as spiritually strong. Mm -hmm. And
3: And to piggyback off of that, I feel like mental health, to me, is all about having a balance. Not only do I need to be healthy spiritually, Mm -hmm. emotionally, physically, like all of that has to come together and have a balance Mm -hmm. and you know, some people think when you talk about mental health, you're just talking about mentally, like, are, are they crazy or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think people forget mental health has to do with, are you stressed? Mm-hmm. Um, are you finding good ways to relax, to disassociate yourself from the stress? Mm-hmm. Like, are you praying? Like, do you have a good relationship with, with God? Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, do you have that balance to, to be able to kind of break away from the chaos of the world? because with that cash, it can drive you crazy. So you have to be able to balance it all. And sometimes that's with family or Mm -hmm. just knowing how to to go in a room, in a closet and just have self and and Mm -hmm. surround yourself with God
4: and His presence and pray and just kind of keep that balance. And if I can add to what they were saying, I totally agree. God has to be number one in Mm -hmm. my life uh, as well, like they say in their lives. And mental health to me, and once again, like Tisha said, just have a balanced life. Mm -hmm. And mental health also means, okay, we have gone through life mimicking others. Mm -hmm. We have gone through life wanting to be like others. When we get to that place in life, when we know who we are, Mm -hmm. and then we want to be the best us that we can possibly be. And it also means to me surrounding yourself with people of like mind. Because you know what? It's it's too many. People have too many issues. And we have to not to even get in the psychology part of it. We have to know who we are. Because you know what? I'm finding that people will say one thing but they really don't mean what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Get to a place in your life, regardless of what you say, Mm -hmm. what Sarah says, Tisha said, Dustin say, I am who I am and I'm okay with being different. I'm Mm -hmm. okay with being who I am. So let's not piggyback and let's not not be in a room because Tisha said, oh, I like purple. Oh, I like purple too. I don't like purple, I like orange. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to say that I like orange Mm. and we can agree to disagree and I think all that plays a big part in, in mental health Mm-hmm. And mental health also I mean to me is is being whole and knowing that my children are whole mm-hmm. and they want to be whole, and, and my grandchildren, but being whole because of things that I have said to them, mm-hmm. I have tried to instill in them enough to know who they are and they want to be whole as well. Mm-hmm. And then when we're whole, we can go out and, and empower somebody else and embrace somebody else. And it's not all about us.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: It's, it's not about us at all. It's mm-hmm. about what could we do for somebody, what could we do to empower the woman next door, the child next door. And and pulling somebody else up, and knowing that it's not always about us, but pulling somebody else up. So, and um, mental health to me
6: means when I you know come into the realization that I didn't have to carry the world, mm-hmm. the troubles of the world on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, the day that I came into the Lord because I haven't always been you know a saved woman, but when I came into that realization that you know when He said cast all your cares on me mm-hmm. because I care for you. And the day that I found out that I can do that and God was real, you know, to me and He will carry my burdens, you know, that's what mental health is to me. And just knowing that He is my all and all. Mm-hmm. And the best part is knowing that there's nothing we can do without Him. You know, He is out of everything. So that's that's what it that's what it means to me. And also, you know, having that balance, being a saved woman, and then living that life before my children, so that they can copy that. You know, they can too do likewise. You know, cast their cares on God, and He is a Savior, a Deliverer, a Healer. He's every anything that we need in God. He's that. So that's what it meant. To
1: me. I want to add that, well um, what both of y'all said that about having balance, I agree with that in regard to mental health. Twice. In my life, 2014 and in this year, I've been really sick, like physically ill to the point that I'm weak and I can't stand up or I'll be fainting. I'll just be throwing up and, um, you know, spending money going to the doctor trying to figure out what's wrong and nobody can identify any problem. And recently going basically to a clinic and getting all these tests and stuff done to find out that everything in my body is 100% healthy. I'm just stressed. I'm very stressed out and I too feel like I just got to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders and I can't ask for help or ask for God, ask for the creator to help me out. And if you don't have that balance, physical, mental, mm-hmm. spiritual, it can manifest illness
5: yes, in can. your body. Yes, it A uh, uh, stress does that. bring um, it, it. Yeah, does. a
2: thousand percent.
6: Yeah, it brings mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. I learned a long time ago that stress does bring on um, illness and our bodies wasn't designed mm-hmm. to carry. You know the weight of the world. Mm -hmm. You know that's that's for God to do. Mm -hmm. You know,
4: so it it can cause that. And that's why, uh, like I say, surrounding yourself around whole people. Mm -hmm. And everybody's not gonna be whole. But you know what? It's okay to (laughs) cut. It's it's okay to Mm cut. Cut them loose. And you know what? And it does not always mean that it's a friend or a neighbor. Sometimes we have to let family members go. I, I
0: mean,
2: thought you said cuddle. I mean, <laughs> no, but there's a lot of truth to what Sarah said about stress. Mm-hmm. Due to the fact black people we've been dealing with stress for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. We've always carried the weight of the world. But it's starting to break people down. You yeah. have so many young people committing suicide now because of the the ills that the, the that they, you know, the world has put on them. Then they get pressure from all these other areas. They have to live up to other people's standards, Amen. Mm-hmm. and and the suicide rate is is uh, it's, it's alarming right now. The number mm-hmm. of people that are committing suicide because of stress, mm-hmm. and and I think people are getting so far away from God, mm-hmm. and and that's what's you know one of the things that's destroying the black communities. Mm-hmm. You know that's just one of the many things. But what she said is so accurate. Stress is literally killing black people right now
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then that's why we shouldn't take on uh, other people you know, help them. I'm not saying you just write people off because they got mental health issues. I'm not saying write them off and not want to have anything to, deal, to do with them. But I need to know that you want to be better. Mm-hmm. I don't need to keep dragging dead weight around when I'm, I'm telling you, you know, what to do, what you need to do. I don't need to keep dragging dead weight. Mm-hmm. I need you to stand up on your hind legs and mm-hmm. say, too, I want to be better. And like all of y'all were saying, sometimes the stress of the world, dealing with other people's stuff, dealing with our own issues, bring on health issues. Because I didn't agree when the doctor said, oh, you have a cancer gene. Mm -hmm. I had to rebuke that Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. I don't have a cancer gene. It's just a very unfortunate thing. And I looked at a whole lot of people I could point fingers at. You smoked around me. You smoked. I I didn't smoke Mm -hmm. enough cigarettes to say I got no (laughs) lung cancer. Mm -hmm. But to change the way that I eat, Mm -hmm. really change the way that I think. Change what I surround myself with mm-hmm. so I can't. And then sometimes we have to step out our comfort zone. Sometimes we need to seek medical attention mm-hmm. when there's some mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I was saying earlier, uh, James said I was teasing. You might not remember. I said, but all, me and all my, all four of my children have had to see a counselor, you know, because of, like you say, stress and, you know, the demon talking in your head and, you know, just crazy stuff. So it's okay if we need to seek medical attention. Mm-hmm to help us to stand, help us to stay strong. Help us in getting rid of that second voice in your head mm-hmm. in our heads. Getting rid of uh harassing Uh, Demons that talk to us because you continue to feed anything you feed is going to grow Mm -hmm. you bring a rat in here You feed that rat every day that rat is going Mm -hmm. to grow So when you got those negative thoughts in your head and you keep playing into that you keep feeding into that That's going to grow and just like we can feed into negative things we can feed into positive things Mm -hmm. So take care of the mental health the physical health get up every day keeping our bodies clean keeping our minds clean keeping our thoughts clean Because of the stress, that's okay, too. And there's no shame, and should be no shame in that. But in the black community, we stigmatize, Mm -hmm. you know, people saying, oh, she crazy because she got to have some medicine. Mm -hmm. If you need some medicine, come up out of the health food store and go get you some real pills. Right. Right. Get you that little white pill from the doctor.
0: Right. I I love this conversation. I I love where it's heading. When I think about mental health and wellness, I think about service, uh, servitude. Uh, Servitude to yourself first. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: How do you feel? Checking in with yourself. Making mental notes of like, I didn't feel good today, Mm -hmm. but possibly tomorrow. I know through prayer, through meditation, through my diet, through um, maybe a song, maybe through literature, I could feel better. Servitude to, to my family, the conversations that we have, open dialogue, communication. Sometimes it's just nice to call a brother or a sister or a relative and say how are you doing or a text message or anything like that concerning my mental health that's that's wonderful to know that someone's on my side someone's on my team mm-hmm. but mostly when I'm talking about servitude or service I'm speaking about knowing that you're on your own team as well mm-hmm. knowing that you got your own back mm-hmm. and knowing that there's a higher power that has your back as well coming full circle to that just Helping people Mm -hmm. knowing that something greater than you is helping you Mm -hmm. and then completing that cycle over and over again And that makes me feel good. Okay, and this is leading to the second question. What self-care strategies? Do you practice and how will you continue to care for yourself in? 2017
1: what are the things that y'all do just to feel good? Just that make you have fun that make you relax things that you do that you enjoy but also I guess I want, I'm interested in more things you do or you did with your children that were different than, than how it was when you grew up. What are some other things that you, do, that you consciously do differently or that bring y'all joy in your family or brought you joy when you were raising younger children?
3: Oh, okay. So one of the things that I do first, I think you asked what are some of the things that I enjoy to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I love hanging with my family. In my household like you know just us sitting around we may all just be on the couch watching something together mm-hmm. we have that family time together but i also love my me time in my me time mm-hmm. sometimes it's just me in my room reading a book mm-hmm. you know i enjoy disconnecting from everything picking up a book and just reading but i also love I'm, i love to shop mm-hmm. My daughter likes to shop with me. So those times that I take her with me to the store or we may go get manicures (coughs) and pedicures, just something together. Mm -hmm. But the key is we're doing it together. Mm -hmm. You know, so then that way that's showing her, number one, how to groom herself as a young lady. Mm -hmm. And and that's important to me that she knows how to have proper grooming Mm -hmm. and how to kind of get away and reward herself as well. Um. So those are some of we love to travel.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: We, we constantly we travel every year. I, I feel as though I need that break. I need that break away from everything, from work, from from home, just away. And when I say we go away, we go away. I you can't call me nothing. We're like disconnected for that week. Mm-hmm. And for me, that helps. My my balance for the year. I need that. I look forward to it, and that's what we do. And a lot of people like you take your daughter. We take her everywhere we go because we want her to experience traveling. We want her to be able to see the world. We want her to understand that it's okay to work hard, but it's also okay to take a break and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like to do.
2: Okay. Me me personally, well, and it's and it's. Something that I've started doing recently Because my mother and my wife knows I'm I always got a million things going on And I kind of let my emotions pull me to and from So what I've started doing recently is just speaking positivity into myself. Mm-hmm. I had to start speaking Positively into myself mm-hmm. and then I let it carry itself on the outside I've been trying to pretty much like cultivate an atmosphere of peace Sometimes my daughter comes home and she likes to talk, yada, 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 yada. And I would always say, yeah, 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 and don't even be listening to her. So, what mm-hmm. I started doing now when she speaks, I turn the TV off. <coughs> I give her my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. When my wife wants to talk, I pause the football game. Mm-hmm. I just try to, like I said, create that atmosphere of peace. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, yeah, 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 I heard you, yeah, yeah, I heard you. You do that, I speak positive within myself and that all that just encompasses peace it's just all peace I stopped letting my mind pull me to and from I started listening to my wife listening to my daughter speaking positive into myself and and it just it makes me feel better and then you start to pay you start to realize when you kinda shut everything down for the people around you it starts to become like you know infectious they do the same thing for you now when I want to talk they might shut off something Daddy, my, I find Jesson asked me, Daddy, how was your day? Daddy, you went to work today? And I start talking to her, and she's sitting there listening to me, like, you know, and it's because I give her the same thing, so now she's giving it back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's how I find my peace. It's you know?
3: crazy you say that. As big a family as I come from, born and raised in the church, and this, that, and the other, I was talking to my cousin, and even when I first got with Dusty, you know, Mary, one of the things he was like, I never hear you really say I love you. I'm like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. never really dawned on me Mm -hmm. and then i was talking to my cousin she was like you know we wasn't raised like that they didn't come up to us and say i love you Mm -hmm. and hug you you know Mm -hmm. so that was something she was like so now i was like you're right Mm -hmm. i have to change that Mm -hmm. i have to change that mindset in my household so now we say it all the time Mm -hmm. you know and so my daughter is being raised to say it to us all the time but Mm -hmm. when i think back on it i didn't get that from my family, but it was something that I had
4: to make a conscious effort with the help of my husband to change that. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying, Tisha, I don't think most of us, we didn't grow up hearing I love you. Because mm-hmm. their I love you was paying the rent yep. and buying the groceries. Right.
6: <laughs> and they wasn't told that. And they weren't right. told. They wasn't told that. So, so that,
4: that was really I love on. you. That's right. Paying no. the rent and buying the groceries. But like I said, we had to break that cycle and let our children know, you know, I do love you. And do you know, it's a whole world of people out there who have never heard, you know, I love you. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. In piece, I, I And I'm just learning at the age of 66 how to really. Because see, I was one of those women, I had to leave home every day, leave home, I had to go, 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 mm-hmm. go. I had to go somewhere every single day. And then I married Leon. Leon said, well, I don't have to go somewhere every day. I love being home. And I'm like, oh no, because I got to come back here. I don't like being here all day long. Right. But I am loving being home. Mm-hmm. I have learned to take naps. Okay. I thought it wasn't okay to take a nap because I was raised that only lazy people sleep in the daytime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: you're,
4: Tom,
6: you're lazy if you get in the bed.
4: That's so why I'll take naps now. Naps.
5: <laughs> I
2: hate you naps. I like get me into 10 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what?
4: And then my cousin Mary and those taught me the same thing. It's okay. Me and my husband go to the park every day. We come home and we'll make this big salad of greens or whatever else. And then I'll get on this corner. He get in that chair and we go to sleep and we take a nap. And I'm just learning at this age. It's okay if you go to sleep. You ain't sorry. And my mother said to me one time, uh, she called me and I was living upstate. And she said, what are you doing? I said, being lazy. And uh, she said, no. She said, lazy people don't go to work. So she had changed mm-hmm. her tone about being lazy. She said, you get up and you go to work every day. And lazy people don't work. Uh-huh. So one of my ways of <coughs> winding down is to, um, you know, take me a nap. Mm-hmm. And the next thing is, um, I love being home now. Mm-hmm. I just, oh my God, I wake up the and I just love being here. And because um, my husband has made it so comfortable for me to be here. And I just love being here. Mm-hmm. And I also like getting together with my friends. I have four sisters that live here, but this is the only one that we can get together, and we can laugh, and we can talk, and we can have a good time, and then we got other friends I can say. I got a friend from Tacoma, Washington. Mm -hmm. I got a friend from Washington, D.C. I got a friend that lived in um, uh, New Jersey, and then myself, I lived upstate, and we all bring something to the table.
5: Mm-hmm. And when
4: we get together at least twice a month, and then I got a couple of girlfriends from here, and we start sharing life. And but it's nothing sad; mm-hmm. <coughs> it's always happy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then during the week, we can talk on the telephone, mm-hmm. and, and we talk every day. And it, it's nothing but oh, just checking in on you. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And, and that's all we say. It's no longer and we don't talk about people.
5: Mm-hmm. And okay. that's
4: what I love about my girlfriends. Yeah. We don't talk about each other, and we don't talk about people. Yeah. We are finding out what can I do because I used to get you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell <It's, laughs> yeah. that Yeah, but that's not important. I was a young <laughs> woman. <from laughs> uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh.
5: It's,
3: it's good but, to have you assist a sister circle. You got to <laughs> to
4: be, be able okay. to yeah. Yeah. to to
3: to have that that. I, I don't, I don't the, love I'll my bet. husband to death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need somebody to talk to, like yo. Mm-hmm. You do
5: that <laughs> <laughs> X,
3: yeah. Y, and Z. Uh-huh. And you need that sister circle who can understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. and who can give you that empowerment to mm-hmm. build you back up. Mm-hmm. And that's the key with a sister circle: It's building you up. It's not a circle of people who's talking negativity, no. Right. Who's speaking mm-hmm. ill will about you? I don't even surround my people myself with people like that it's all about positivity what can we do really to build ourselves to the next level and mm-hmm. what are we doing to accomplish that mm-hmm.
6: it's yeah. too toxic then, you know and what i what i've get what i've learned too is um you know i'm sort of the same way i, I enjoy my my friends you know but i've learned to enjoy myself too mm-hmm. wow. you know because i can go out and i can really have the that's time with Olivia, I really can't. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. I, that's really talk. Important. I don't yeah, that's... Have to talk, I ain't got yeah. to say nothing. I mean, I can just enjoy that.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I really can
0: yeah. Love you some
5: you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All
0: right, I like this conversation. I like everything that was uh, suggested about how you love yourselves or what do you enjoy doing. And once again, I always do this just for point of reference. I always take down the key words or the key phrases. So when it comes to us finding things that we love to do or enjoy doing for our self-care strategies, we have reading books, shopping, traveling, taking a break, um, cultivating peace, love language, developing rhetoric, the conversations, the dialogue, where we say we love each other, um, naps, I'm gonna add that to my list. Affirmation affirmations you know going to the park sharing life with friends Mm -hmm. uh, sister circles and actually um, developing a higher mindset to be open for the positive things that are out there all right and this leads us to the last and final question we talked about self-care strategies and we talked about what does mental health mean to uh, the individuals in this room but now we're talking about what is your hope for the next generation whether it be now 2050 or you know when you are sitting down looking at your retirement plan i don't know what 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 is your hopes for the the next generation that's going to come after you
2: for me when you look at you know black people Mm -hmm. you know we were born kings and queens Mm -hmm. i want black people to start realizing who we were and who God intended us to be. I want us to get back to being who God intended us to be. Mm-hmm. And it's just that simple for me.
4: And for me, uh, for 2017, my hope is um, pretty much like, right. that's what i saying, for us to really, really, really in our heart of hearts getting back to who God has truly created us to be and for right. us to really get into doing some type of community service. What you do to empower other people. And my thing is young women. I have so many young women that rally around me and, and pull this way and people don't know that I really do like it. And sometimes I might say, well, you know, these young girls calling me. Nah, nah, nah. I love it because that's my calling. Mm-hmm. And then we'll try to empower some of the young women. Because you'd be surprised how many young women out there don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have relationships with their mothers. Some of them mothers passed away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, empowering some of the young women mm-hmm. and getting to... Um, you know, to a point where we can actually be comfortable in our own skins, and let's be real with who we really, really are. Mm-hmm. For me, one of the things I will hold... Tisha, could, could, could you hold up for one minute? And I really, 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 really want you all, and this is one of my and Leon's prayer every day, <coughs> that you all will go to higher education. We pray this every night. We join hands, and we pray for our children, and our grandchildren, and them that are far off, and... He asked me, what does it mean for them? When you say, God, we're praying for them that are far off. That means them that hasn't even been born yet. Mm-hmm. And that these will go to a higher education. And like I saying, the only way you can empower somebody else is to educate. For mm-hmm. uh, You know, you all to be educated. Not that it's over for us, but we feel like we're living... You know, along with empowering other people, we're doing what God has allowed us to be 66, 67, and i be 70, his next birthday. Not that it's over, because we still got in our minds things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. But our prayer is that our children and our grandchildren will go for a higher education. And mm-hmm. we would like to see all of you all one day, you know, with with your next level of degrees. And sometimes degrees don't mean sitting until university. Educate yourself by, like, teaching Dustin Amen. and everybody say, read, let's read mm-hmm. more books and be able to expound on some things, even starting a book club. Yeah. So I was going to say financial
3: mm-hmm. education. Mm-hmm. I would love for our future, you know, kids to, number one, understand saving and mm-hmm. understand money management and and, and, and finances and just you know that's the difference mm-hmm. I feel as though between us and the white men they prepare their kids financially mm-hmm. to be able to grow wealth and get wealth mm-hmm. and we need to start doing the same as African American people teaching our kids sometimes it's okay to, to have a label we all like our label but you don't have to every single thing you put on does not have to be a label
5: mm-hmm.
3: and that money could be put up into a savings mm-hmm. or, or you know, money market, mm-hmm. I'll get it. No, I'll something back. to that effect, to help like grow your money, to have something to retire on, mm-hmm. to, you know, something to live off of,
4: just teaching them to save and tie. Mm-hmm. And, and that sounds good, and I'm going to add to that, one of my girlfriends and I were in Buffalo, mm-hmm. um, we were talking the other night, Barb Salter, Dusty, and she was just praising God, she said, because I had them to, she's 71 years old now, believe it or not, and uh, she said, I allowed them to take extra money out of my check, and I can, choose. And then she said, I got my husband who passed away, I got his money from Chevrolet, and she said, I feel so good, because I am so financially stable, I can do anything I want to do. Because she yeah. came from Alabama, she never liked labors, she was able to save her money, and she always say she didn't know fat people could dress well until she saw me. <laughs> she did. She said, I didn't know people could, fat people could look that good until I saw you. And of course I'm bigger. And she said, then I began to, you know. It's funny to Yeah. Uh, and she began to look good. But like Tisha said, she wasn't a woman with labels and like all this stuff. And then sometimes when we don't have money management, because I haven't always had money skills, and she said, I thank God that I'm able to have a comfortable life now Mm -hmm. and I'm able to do the things that I want to do. God blessed her because he showed her how to have money taken out of her check. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I said, well, I didn't do the things that you done. I didn't have extra money taken out of my check. Mm -hmm. I didn't manage my money. I said, but God blessed me with a husband. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and we need to, somebody who's going to bless with a good husband, somebody who's going to show you how to put, take more money out of your check. Mm And then, I don't think I just feel so good because I didn't save my money like that.
5: Mm-hmm. God
4: knows I've had something to save, But God said, okay, <laughs> you didn't do it right, but I'm going to help you anyways. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, everything don't have to be a labor. Mm-hmm. And I, really, I don't have to go to the store and buy nothing all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. And you look
5: good. And you well, look thank
4: good. You, mm-hmm. well,
0: thank you, darling. Thank you, darling. All right. Anybody mm-hmm. else? Um, my hope for the next generation is... Uh, uh, exploration, to constantly see and explore new things, travel, cooking, being around different people that they they never seen or talked to, just lifting back rocks and saying, "Oh, what's that?" You know, that's what I that's what I want for the next generation. And I want to see us using different business models mm-hmm. to accomplish wealth. I like to see more of that. I want to see more healthy, positive, where people are not straying away from their health, Mm -hmm. you know, just loving themselves completely. That's what I love to see. Mm -hmm.
1: So, Um, Much of the same, a lot of self-love. Also, just for the next generation, I hope that people continue to gather with their families i think that's really important it's really special it don't matter what you're doing but when you take the time to be around the people that you love regardless of what you're doing that's important and we don't want to get away from that you know depending on how the family looks or how far the family lives that you they we continue to prioritize getting together Mm -hmm. that's really important i feel like that's another one of the things that will help us move forward when Mm -hmm. we know that we have our loved ones close by, that we're checking in. Like you say, you don't gotta stay on the phone all the time, but you you say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I care about you, I'm glad you're doing all right. Or you mm-hmm. find out that they're not doing all right, but you made the effort. And I um, I hope that we continue to do that, that we continue to learn more and um, continue to educate ourselves and definitely get financial literacy. So I agree with all of what y'all said, with, that we love ourselves and, know and I think ourselves. that's,
6: that's very important, you know, loving one another because, you know, I don't, because sometimes our today, it might not be out tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, things be going well today mm-hmm. and then tomorrow, you know, it can be a, a bad report,
5: mm-hmm.
6: you know, like we've often gotten, you know, with my sister, with myself. But it was It was a. It was a bad report to them. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a bad report to God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know because what looked bad to them always looked good to Him. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 best that we love each other, enjoy one another, try to see one another. Mm-hmm. You know because things happen and things change in mm-hmm. the twinkling of an eye. That's right. You know mm-hmm. it, it it changes.
4: And you know Sarah James, I have truly enjoyed this and. I would like to see y'all take this show on the road. <laughs> that's
5: to well, that's black churches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. yeah. mm-hmm. You know,
4: to some black churches and, mm-hmm. and just individual family members. I mean, you know, family members. And, mm-hmm. you know, because this this is really something. And this is something, because we don't hear young people speak. We think that y'all just don't care sometimes. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is, um, mm-hmm. like I say, this is a show worth taking on the road, babies. And enjoy mm-hmm. what you can enjoy.
6: Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, people, you know, it's family members, you know, families, they have different personalities, they have different ways about them, you know, we can't change anyone but ourselves. Mm-hmm. So when you can't get through to one or they don't see, you don't see eye to eye, you just move past it. Just mm-hmm. move past it and enjoy life as
0: best as you can because it's short. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well, like I said, I love these, I love conversations. I love talking. I love being around my family to talk. That was one of the most enjoyable experiences of growing up, is just listening to the conversations. Because I'm a listener. I'm, I'm, I love listening. And that's why the show is here. First in part, because we want to empower women who feel like they don't have that platform or those conversations within mm-hmm. their own household. Or that
1: family. Like, they can listen to this and feel family.
0: And And also, for young black men who don't open up, who don't express themselves, who feel vilified and um, who feel completely criminalized for expressing themselves, and when they do, it looks like violence, but maybe that's something that they have yet to speak or say, and that's how it came out to be. So to summarize the key phrases of our last question, and the last question was, What is your hope for the next generation? These are key phrases that I collected. Um, Get back to knowing God and knowing the God in yourself, knowing your history, and that's what I got from that. Community, service, how do you um, impact the, the people around you? How do you empower the people around you? Higher education in all forms, whether that's learning about the elders in your community, they have books. And what I mean by books, I don't just mean like hard copies. I mean the the things that they have in their mind. You know, there are tons of people there who have education, education in institutions, whether that's a, a trade school or graduate programs, undergraduate programs, or just once again, talking to your family members, uh, uncles, aunts, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, reading books, and that all goes into that, you know, reading books. There's so many things in books. We love books. Financial education, and stability, preparation, preparing the next generation to be more financial literate. Um, Knowing where to put your money, knowing the benefits of it, knowing how you are empowering people with that money. And then last but not least, um, we wish self-love for the next generation, and that's the most important part. So we thank, I thank the family yes, for- thank
1: you for participating.
5: Allow no me to pick your brains.
0: And I, once again, I just love conversations. Anything else ever? Nope. That's it? That's it. All right, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I enjoyed this. this. Yes. you, you <laughs> And we're back. We hope you enjoyed those interviews. We hope you enjoyed those perspectives. Sarah, what did you find very revealing from your family?
1: Honestly, my biggest takeaway really was listening to my brother speak. It was just a real joy to witness the man that he is becoming because he's awesome. Uh, Just hearing him articulate his thoughts and feelings because I really remember that angry boy that he's talking about and I remember just this rage and it's dope to see him healing from that and being able to speak that truth in that life to his experience and share it with others so that makes me really hopeful um both of our parents definitely raised us to ask questions to be who we wanted to be You know, be good people, so to speak, but be exactly who we wanted to be. And they never talked to us like we were children. They always spoke to us like we were people. And -hmm. that definitely don't mean, you know, we could talk to them crazy because that did not fly at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, But spoke to us like we were going to grow up to be adults at some point. Mm. And um, I have always valued that. So it's always a treat to learn from them to laugh with them to learn from their experience and see how they're navigating in this space but also just to recognize that we're navigating together Mm -hmm. you know we're all trying to maintain our health maintain our wellness maintain our sanity and love and protect each other the best way that we can and um I think this speaks to both your family and my family, but I really look forward to the ex- episode where we delve into spirituality and religion mm. because there's, um, I was telling my mom this recently that there's a lot of language I can comfortably use, mm-hmm. um, in regards to Christianity specifically because I was raised as a Christian. And so I can speak in that language, um, you know, very freely and well, while knowing that what I mean is perhaps a little different.
5: Mm-hmm. And so
1: it was it was cool to, you know, juxtapose uh, my, my family's thoughts and your family's thoughts, knowing that ultimately we're talking about, you know, one creator, one universe, the this one idea of health. But um, mm-hmm. I look forward to exploring that deeply. And then, like, I think one of the last things mommy said was, you know, we're in here talking about this. We're not the only ones. True. And you can definitely feel bogged down. You can feel isolated. You get on Facebook or you turn on the news and it just looks like everything is crazy and the world is falling apart. But that is happening really in response to the awakening and the truth that is being revealed. And there are those of us who are committed to that love and that truth and that awakening. And we are not alone. So that's what I appreciated. True. What about you?
0: What I really enjoy was first visiting our families Mm -hmm. and feeling like it was like one big family.
1: Yeah, that was great.
0: That was cool. And I also like the point of views from your side, from your family. Mm -hmm. And I like the point of view from my family, how they were, they weren't so completely different, Mm -hmm. but they were unique for the individual's Mm -hmm. experience With living and being on this planet. And it shows we're not
1: monolithic, you know. Exactly. The black experience is the experience of black people.
0: Exactly. But one of the the important points that I would like to point out for my mother Mm -hmm. was when she said, we need to stop feeding demons. Yeah. I love that because you know how the elders and my mother, I, I would consider her, she's more experienced than me. Mm-hmm. She's wiser than me, mm-hmm. so I will call her a elder, not saying that she's old she just she she's been here longer than me, and she knows more right, so with her experience for her to simplify it in that particular manner about about the absorption of negative energy as the uh manifestation of a demon, I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is when we feed these energies in our body that are unhealthy in spirit, yeah. or in our spirits mm-hmm. that are unhealthy we have these undesirable um consequences mm-hmm. we have and these we results
1: that as well we see the reflection of that energy that we're feeding mm.
0: so but it's important that we have to stop feeding those demons because we we know the results we know what the results look like all the time and i also like when my brother was talking about the way he's raising his young daughter.
1: Yeah, it was really dope to hear Dusty and Tisha talk about how they're raising her. I think there was one point where Tisha talked about saying I love you and how she realized that she wasn't raised to hear that in her household. So she makes it a point to say that and express that to her husband and her daughter. And it really speaks to just the opportunity each and every one of us has to break a cycle, to start a new cycle, to, you know, stop a train in its tracks and do something different based on the information that we're given Mm
5: -hmm. and then
1: also thinking again to your mother talking about not feeding the demons to acknowledge that they that takes time Mm
5: -hmm. that takes
1: intent and that takes practice so you know it's unrealistic to be like you know you should stop feeding the demons and the next day you're gonna be like everything is wonderful and everything i eat is great and i go outside and it's all great it takes it takes work and it takes practice. Practice takes permanent, but it's certainly um, necessary to acknowledge the energy that you are feeding. It reminds me of, I think I heard about it before memes were a thing, but I definitely saw the meme you know, you have two wolves inside of you. Mm-hmm. Um, which one lives the one that you feed? Mm-hmm. You know, and that was about good energy and um, bad energy. So that it takes time, but to, you know, check in with yourself Mm -hmm. acknowledge how you are feeling really question why you might be feeling the way that you feel get help if you have access and so those are definitely points that we're going to be driving home in future episodes we want to talk about mental illness we want to talk about the impact of nutrition on the ways that you feel we want to specifically talk about depression and anxiety because those are um Issues that both of us have faced. We want to talk about what sexuality, gender, as I said, spirituality, religion. And again, we want to discuss these things uh, with the idea that our mental health is of the utmost importance.
0: True. True. So we're at the end of this episode and just the way we started the show. We're going to end with a checkout. For this checkout, I want to say I enjoyed the narratives of our different family members. I also respect their point of views about life. I also think this show has been very therapeutic for me because it's wonderful to see the teachings and the things that you learn growing up come full circle and how you can say, Yay. I like these things, or you can say, nay, uh, maybe I would like to change that. It's it's wonderful to see how Sarah has become an adult. It's, it's wonderful to see how I have become an adult and how we're looking at mental health as the root of us coming together as a people. And basically, I know deep down in my heart, once we start the healing work within ourselves, we can accomplish so much. If we find love in ourselves and we love each other like we love ourselves, that's how you get to, to your freedom. We believe in that. sir.
1: For my checkout, um, I am feeling a bit more even-tempered than when we began. It's definitely a joy to hear from both of our families. And like I said, there's still an under. An underlying, or maybe I'll call it an overlying recognition Now we're going to be okay. We're going to be alright. We're going to love each other. We're going to take care of ourselves and each other. And we're going to do the very best that we can. And I am committed to the truth. I'm committed to living out loud. I'm committed to caring for myself. So even on days when I feel like everything sucks and I don't want to get out of bed. You know, sometimes that's okay. But for today... I'm glad I made it to the end of the day. I'm really grateful to be doing this work with you. Grateful to the listeners for chilling with us. And um, with that said, we want to hear from you. You know, what are your practices for self-care? How are you preparing to face every day? Where are you struggling? Are Are you not doing well? We're facing the day. What are some practices that you use? What music are you listening to? What do you do to make you feel good?
0: Mm-hmm. And we would love to hear those particular comments, your feedback about your self-care techniques by visiting us where, sir?
1: Well, you can definitely check us both out on Facebook. I am Sarah McKeever Days on
5: Facebook.
0: And you can find me at Jaha Smith on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at Frederick Douglas 5,000. You can also find me on Instagram at 100% Dark Matter. And I think that's it for me.
1: Well, tell them just a little bit about what 100% Dark Matter is.
0: 100% Dark Matter is about celebrating the unique aspects of our culture. The dopeness of our mysteriousness, if you will. The dopeness of our melanin. The dopeness of... All the things that we have consciously brought to the table in the world or unconsciously brought to the table. So check out the shirts. Give me feedback about that. I love to hear feedback about that. Buy some.
1: We'd love if you bought some.
0: If you bought some, look, you're going to wear something that says this is for you. Made with love. This was created for you.
1: And to make a long story short, 100% Dark Matter is a t shirt line. So you can actually purchase t shirts that have all this wonderful thought and love behind them, and you can go to his website,
0: which is 100% Dark Matter uh, Bit Cartel.
1: And we'll put that in the links. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sarah makiba S-A-R-A-M-A-K-E-B-A. You can check out my blog and website, Sarah And if you couldn't tell from everything that we just said, we are blackity black, 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 y'all. And proud of it. Anything else you want to say before we peace out?
0: I think that's it for me. Thanks
5: Thanks for flying flying with with us, y'all.
1: Peace.